It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. I'm fairly certain that the cat got on the board at some point in the last (laughs) week, because the sound levels are all fucked up. They're really high in the headphones, not so high coming out of the board. So let me just adjust a few things here on the fly. Cause, oh, yeah, that's better. We should get like a uh, like a Tupperware thing, you know, like a storage thing that we can just set just over the top of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, it's episode 256 of the New Utah Podcast. Maybe by episode 260, I'll uh, change that intro. Oh, shit, I got these. Hold on. Your Invisaligns, which are fine until they start drying out. Yeah, that's the problem that I've found when you're talking a lot. So, like, when I get on, when I know I'm going to be on a long call that I have to talk a lot, I take them out. Because they're fine if, like... You can take drinks of water between every couple sentences, but as soon as you start talking much, your mouth dries out around the front, and then you start like tongue sticks to it. (laughs) (laughs) So, last week I introduced uh, Jeremy to a show called Letterkenny, and I binged three seasons. I'm in season four now. (laughs) It is so good, and I so funny. We got Jack hooked on it as well. Uh, It is. It is really good. It's super dry, straightforward. Like, really witty dialogue. So dry. But some of it is, like, so bang, 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 just, like, back and forth. And and you, like, pick up on the pattern that they've inserted into the dialogue, like, three or four chunks in. And you're like, okay, now I get what they're fucking doing, and it's ridiculous, right? But, it's so funny. And then the different groups. So you got the the Native American group, whatever they The Natives. Call, is it the, the Natives? Then you've got the- The Skids. The Skids. The D-Gens. Or the degenerates. The degenerates. The degens. And there's so much Canadian slang. The shirt tuckers. That you had. It took a couple episodes to kind of totally understand oh, what you're talking about. But it's so funny. Just wait. You meet a lot of their American cousins later. Oh. And then the. So like the the, the stoners get in a fight and they're all stabbing each other with EpiPens. God, that episode was so good. They've all got EpiPens and they're all stabbing each other with them. <laughs> So but, I want to watch this. I'm every, over every day. You haven't shown letter me. Letter Kenny. Because well, I watched it at night. Not Hulu. during the day when I'm working. But every episode stand out with Wayne standing in the field or something. And he says, so I'm doing the chores with the boys. The and-, <laughs> and then it like goes into the episode. Yeah. There's an episode where the, his old his dog is getting older and shitting all over the house. Uh, and they're making references to like leaving chocolate bars on the floor. When they That's get fantastic. going, so that when they get a topic and they start going on it, it is so funny. All the references. Yeah, I'm in like season nine now. I think. Like, I'm. I know it's coming to an end soon, and I'm just really sad that it might be over soon. But it's, it's so, so funny. But I've been listening to it. I haven't had a whole lot of calls the last couple of days, and so it's been on like nonstop in the background just for in the background. me. And so, I mean, the good news is it's the kind of show that you can just kind of listen to, and you don't really have to watch because it's such witty dialogue. The other good news is I can watch it again, and it'll probably be just as funny because I'm missing half of just it. Just anyway. as funny. Oh, it's just it's hilarious. And then it's, and then so like you were talking about last week, Wayne's the toughest guy in town, yep. but because he had a girlfriend who wouldn't let him fight for what like two years or yeah. wh- whatever it was, so he lost his, his standing. Step, well, so other people were trying to claim the throne, so he had to start over. And the MMA guy was probably one of the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> so the MMA guy's like comes into the bar, calls him out, who's the toughest guy in here? And Wayne sends up, that a baby. <laughs> and every time he fights, he takes a drink of whiskey, he takes out a cigarette, lights it, takes like one puff, flicks it, and then walks over and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. But he does his usual, and then the MMA guy just like cold cocks him, knocks him out. And that was the end of that episode. That then, was the end of that season. Oh, that was the season break. So that in the next season, they recap, and he got back up and then mm-hmm. just kills the guy. Yeah. I, when when they end the show, they're going to end the show on him getting beat in a fight. Ever. Probably. That, that's got to be the end of the show. Because so. I'm telling you, nine seasons in, he still beats everyone. He still beats everyone. And then the, the fishing one. I like to fish in Quebec. Yeah, who doesn't like to fish in Quebec? Oh, fucking meet I the, hate Quebec. The Frenchies. <laughs> the Frenchies. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's a good show. It has nothing to do with Utah, but I thought I'd follow up because you are now addicted. You were just sending me quotes left and right. Oh, I was day. laughing so hard. 
Uh, so other big news. Um, so we're pre-recording this a little early because there's people being out of town and we just do that sometimes. Uh, today, actually, um, a few hours ago, Brie had her eyes cut open with laser beams. Beep, beep, beep. Hopefully they were on sharks. I don't think there were any sharks. They do have a big aquarium, but sharks with lasers. Yeah, they were not sharks. They have an eel. You actually don't really see anything. You Same just how they slice open your corneas because you don't actually see most laser beams. Well, but you don't see anything. Did you like, smell burning flesh? No. You just stare at a light, and then they like bring a machine really close, and then it smells like bacon. It's like it like tells you suction applied, and it, like you feel a little kind of bump on your eye, but your eyes all numb, so you don't really actually feel anything. And then like he said, it's twenty two seconds. Twenty two seconds later. Suction removed, like, and then you don't you don't see anything. Your your vision is foggy, and they're doing stuff, and you really don't even feel very much pressure. It's it's I, it was not an issue at all. It actually hurt more after when the numbing started to wear off. Um, but yeah, it was great. I can I can see distance already. Everything's foggy, but I can see distance. I can't see anything at all close up yet. Um, and my eyes are just super light sensitive and they feel it feels like I've been crying for like a week so my eyes are like really tired um but yeah I feel great glad it went well they were so kind I I was really impressed by the doctor just even just listening to how he spoke to his staff and how kind he was with his staff and even just like requesting instruments and stuff he just was really great scalpel <laughs> no, <laughs> but there were tools. I mean, it wasn't all done with a laser. Like there were tools because he was like special. He called it the special Did tool. Did he ever y'all get the crash cart? No, didn't y'all get the crash cart? Did he ever do this? <gasps> nope. That's not something you no. want to hear when they doing laser like, surgery. Oh, what about uh, oops? I think I can nope. fix that. No, none of those. It's, it's cool because there's clearly like somebody monitoring it somewhere else. And before he's done, like he'll check with them and say, how does that look? And they'll say, yep, good to go. And it's when they go, ah, <laughs> no, nope. no, nope. yeah. none of the, none of the, none of the mistake noises. <laughs> to be none fair, of the, the computer to be does fair. it To be fair. To be fair. He, no, I mean, the computer he, does it all. He doesn't do shit. No, he clearly had, like, you could feel his hands. And yeah, I, he's smoothing it out, but the computer does all yeah. the actual fucking yeah. laser cutting and adjustment of the lens. The laser's like, he ain't that He ain't that good to do with like fine motor skill, like no. adjustments of a lens in your eyeball. But I mean, fuck. It was awesome. We still figure out what, what prescription people need for glasses by sticking them up against a fucking thing and switching a million lenses. Yeah. It's not like the old days where they just stick a bunch of glasses on you. They have a little machine <laughs> now that they can flip lenses back and forth. But it's still... It's still just a bunch of pieces of lens. Does this look better? Yeah. Or does this look a better? A or B. Or B. One or two. Three or four. Is this one or is B? Is it A or is it B? Yep. Uh, okay, they're read about the, the same. Read okay, the, how about now? One? Read the lowest line you can read. Yeah, that's still the fucking technology we use. And that thing was probably invented in the 40s. That machine? Yeah. That, yeah, pro- I wouldn't even say the 40s. Probably more newer than that. But it's still literally just a bunch of lenses. We've come a long way since, you know, the Middle Ages where they literally just tried glasses on different people. As a kid, every time I got my um, glasses checked, because I had to get a new prescription about every year, Every time I would walk out there feeling like, did I lie on the test? Like, did I give the right answers? Am I going to have glasses that I can see out of? (laughs) Was it really B when I said A? Yep, you're constantly second-guessing this. Oh, man. Yeah, so he doesn't do any of the actual work. He just just sits there and programs the machine. No, I'm pretty sure sure he was doing so. I could feel his fingers and stuff on my face. Yeah, he was massaging your face. You just didn't know it. He's creepy. He's like, I'm moving your eye. I think his hands like move your eye and do different things. Yeah, I mean, they have to do something. Well, he's got to put everything back in place. But, I mean, I get that the laser is like doing the actual cutting and stuff, but he's. go like pew, 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 pew. No, there were no noises. They actually had really good music. (laughs) They actually had really good music playing in the background. And I think. And yeah. No. And I think in the, like in the very last, I think, shut up. And I think at the very last part of it, I think I was falling asleep. Cause you know how like, 
when you're falling asleep and you have that weird like eye thing, I'm like, I hope I'm not like jerking my eyes because I think I was falling asleep. Something if you were, Uh, you can't. They have everything taped, so you can't close your eye. But I was like, it. I was so comfortable, and I had started tapping my finger to the music. I I think I was like starting to doze off. (laughs) If you started to move, they would have told you because. So when I had my LASIK done a couple of years ago, you're so obnoxious. Can you not be the center of attention for like 10 seconds? He walks away. (laughs) No, so when I got my LASIK done, I was freaking out the whole time and I started having a panic attack and they were like, you have to stop moving because you're moving your eyes. So they had to wait until I was done crying. So my surgery took longer. No Thanks. one cares. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no, playing he just, some of that sweet music. He just kept saying, "You are doing so great." Yep, everything. Like I never got one. Like, nope, don't move. Like, so was, you were good then. Yeah, I was chill. They're not. I wasn't nervous. Jeremy. My blood pressure was slightly elevated, slightly higher than it usually is. So I'm I'm guessing like there was a little bit of nerves, but I think most of it was just because I had to like be in there by myself. Because nobody can come in with anybody right now, but um, it was it was easy, super simple. I like I said, the people were so nice. I never once felt uncomfortable. They had me laughing, and it was fine. Everything's good. So I got the garden update. Spent some time this weekend uh, finishing changing my garden space prepping. So because I dug all that extra stuff up last week. Uh, and then this week I went out and put some stone border and put some new fencing up. I need to, I'll, I'll show you when we okay. get done. Uh, put some fencing up and a space for a gate, uh, so that I can start planting sometime, probably in May is my guess, cause, uh, I missed the boat. We're a couple of stones short to be able to move all the dirt, dirt back. Oh my God. That's the song I was looking for. <laughs> is I that know. Inya or Yanni? Enigma. Enigma? No one cares. I care. No, this is not the music that they were playing. There was like red hot chili peppers and Fallout Boy and like Okay. We're done. Not that I don't mind the song, but she's not gonna talk every time I do that. She just shuts up now. It's a good song. It's good background music. <laughs> I was because just... it's my story that you asked me to tell, and then Julia's telling her story, and all you and Jeremy did the whole time was <laughs> How do <rude>. shit comments <laughs> over the it top wasn't of shit it. Comments. I was trying to we're, play. Background okay, I'm music. just gonna. Every time you talk, okay, keep talking about your garden. We're we're creating the mood. Yeah. Keep, keep talking about your today's garden. episode brought to you by the letter E for Enya Enigma for Enigma, Enigma. and Enya. How about today's Enya episode brought by brought to you by the letter A for assholes? We can't do <laughs> e that. E for We're, eyes. We already did assholes the other day. I think that was last week. Well, gee, maybe it's a consistent story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm hiding it. So. Bree's the only one not laughing. Ah, she's going to be so mad at me. It's because I'm the only mother in the room. If she it's could like, see you, she would probably punch you right now. I can see she him. Could, He's but just I could move foggy. faster than her eyes could adjust. It's just, I like, I can see. It's just foggy. Roll. Like, I can see duck, that that's his behold. Dip, dive. But it's you just say, foggy. You, did you say you could see the behold? No, I said I can see that that says behold. Oh. <laughs> the bee hole. Like, what, what what has a bee hole up there? <laughs> the moose. Oh, man, welcome to a show about Utah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a show about assholes. Uh, yeah, that, that's probably true. Or it's a show by assholes for assholes. There you go. Uh, you got a tarot card. Yep. Have someone else, but have the blind chick pick it. Yeah, because then we know there's no cheating going on. Because <laughs> she can't see it. You pulled a fucking death card though. Well, if it's upside down, it'll mean something different, so. Well, how do you know? Does she have to flip it over? Flip whatever it over. Whatever way she flips it over, whatever Facing way it is Facing you or facing her. her? So it's upside down for her. Oh, shit. What is it? Death? Uh, it's the high priestess, which I gotta find. Is it the four of hearts? I don't have anything memorized. No, it's just the high queen, priestess. The queen of purple. The queen of purple? She's Arabian. I like purple. It's Aladdin's wife, Jasmine. I'm wearing purple headset right now. It's Aladdin's sidekick, Jasmine. <laughs> okay, this Jasmine, is... Shehrazadi. I don't even know how to say her name. It's an Arabic folktale from Turkey. 
The high priestess is a keeper of vast knowledge with a story for every situation. A story for every situation. Yeah. Good card. She asks the listener to focus on what their subconscious tells them, encouraging them to form their own conclusion. What does this have to do with a fairy tale? Anyway, the words are ignorance, shallowness, lack of trust, a closed mind, and secrets. So this card is about listening and, and paying attention to a story, but all the words are like, you're a dipshit with a closed mind? You pulled it upside down. Oh, so it's the opposite? So it's the opposite. So if it were upright, it'd be wisdom, intuition, <gasps> dreams, meandering, and... An enigma. Ignorance, oh, how funny! <laughs> yeah, see, maybe it was it was right side up. For maybe you. it was right side up for me. It might upside have been. down for Brie because so, uh, she fucking hated really the enigma stuff. really is E for stuff. enigma today. Enigma. Jeremy said it. It was enigma. Stop! It. You, you, eyes aren't even open, and I can tell you scowling. She's rolling those eyes. Yeah, they're rolling so hard. She's gonna mess up her surgery. My eyes are open. You might have to leave the studio if you're gonna keep rolling your eyes like that. I want you to recover properly. I just um, have to keep periodically shutting them because they they're they're kind of tired and stingy. Yeah, yeah. Should we? Uh, I think we should save the uh, the news here for for the guest in just a few minutes. Because, uh, well, it's not really news. It pertains to them. <laughs> Both of you play it at the same time with on different timings. Oh, no, uh, I don't want to look it up. You can put it back up there. I could, like, play us out to the guest. Okay, I'll play us out to the guest. Give me half a second. Yeah, this is a podcast. I can't wait a half a second, Jeremy. you got to keep the air going. There. Just sing till he plays it. No. <laughs> I don't want to sing. You've been singing you this whole been. time. Uh, that's chanting. It's different. No, Chant it's it. not chanting. How is it taking How you so long to pull this up? You, you just had it. three times already. Don't play it from the beginning. The beginning's stupid. Get to the chorus. <laughs> Good stuff. Why, why would you start at like the bird chirping sound? <laughs> it's still bird chirping. <laughs> It's a really long song. This sounds like the music that they play like when you're waiting to get a massage. <laughs> well, it looks like uh we played that music, that great music. Oh. Uh, and then we were going to we were going to have the guest come on. Um we were supposed to have a guest tonight, uh Kara Porter from the Utah Cold Case Coalition. Um, but, uh, she is, um, we've had some technical issues, not here, obviously, uh, by me talking about it. Um, so uh, I said, we'll, we'll do a couple other things, uh, tonight. So we'll, we'll, we'll punt, we'll pull, we're not going to punt it. We we're, have stuff. At it's things. not a punt. We have like a whole stack of shit over there. We stuff can really and open things. Up. things and stuff. Um, yeah. Cleaning wipey thing. Well, we had a, we had an article from, uh, ABC, uh, ABC4 in Utah. Um, that was specifically, it was generated f- by these guys or because of stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Um, this Utah Cold papaya. Case Coalition. And, uh, <laughs> it's, oh. thanks. Our audience has no idea what you were doing there. That's okay. Eating papaya. Um, but we're uh, eating. On, I'm teaching Julia how to eat professionally during a podcast. Eat trail mix on the podcast while half blind. Got it. She was just saying it was papaya because she could see it. Well, I think that. I, yeah, I mean, I could just see the color of it. Yeah. Well, you know, yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. We could do that other song with the chanting monks. I, I think this is all that we're going to do the rest of the show is sing Inya, but badly. Enigma. That was Enigma, not uh, Inya. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'll get the show title right. I promise. Uh, anyway, so these were... Um, uh, this is a cold case, uh, cold case coalition is a, is a group that's, uh, dedicated to trying to solve, uh, unsolved murder and disappearance cases in the state of Utah. Uh, and ABC did this, uh, it was for cold case month in August of last year. Yeah. So relatively, I mean, recent, <laughs> literally almost a year ago. No, August, like six months it's ago. It's April. August yeah. is, but. Four months from now, so but don't feel bad because these people have been missing since the seventies. It's so true. It's I don't true. think they've been found. I mean, maybe they have. Hopefully, they have. But I wouldn't. They're probably all dead, by the way. So I don't want to like ruin anyone's hopes that these women are alive. But I promise you, they're all dead. So <laughs> it's 
It's <laughs> it says that there are over 400 cold cases throughout Utah. Which I mean that like is cold case specifically something with missing or missing. Or, or dead people? Yep. So it, it was not solved. So they're either yeah, I get that, but like is it like unsolved bank robberies or like people die and people are missing? Either dead or missing. For, for theirs well, there can be cold cases that aren't that. They're yep. just cold. Yeah, so I'm just trying to make sure that I understand like the four cold they're, cases. The I think that they're probably focusing on missing, missing people. Or unsolved murders. Okay. Well, yeah. And so that number that you said is specifically for yeah. so and I mean and that's what so so this lot this listed some of the I don't okay, know okay yeah including homicides missing persons and unified deceased persons Got yeah it. so so that's what that's what they are specific but only four hundred that's not bad considering we've had like some of the worst serial killers in the country live here so this list was listen back to like two years ago people yeah, this but those list are solved. this list that they had was some of the more infamous. People, some of the larger cases that, that back showed in, up in. Uh, 1977. Yep, uh, Valaine Briggs, who was attending the LDS Business College, disappeared. Two days later, her body, along with some of her school books, were discovered in Lambs Canyon, and her killer still remains unknown. You know who was active in Utah in the 70s? Yeah, well, he's on here. <laughs> is he? Mm-hmm. Well. Is that- one of his victims is on here. It could have been. She could have been one of his victims. It's possible. I mean, he but, killed a lot of fucking people. Bundy. Well, and, and when we when we highlighted him last year, I'm trying to remember the number. It was like 40 that he like actually admitted to, gave evidence for, but they think it's more like 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't tell every everything. I mean, he had some. I mean, that was his. That was his ticket, right? To get to talk to people and to get to be a public figure in some ways was to continue to yeah. slowly shell out all the people he killed. So as long as he was given info, he was staying alive. Stay exactly. Alive. Exactly. Um, so anyway, um, then we have Kathy Harmon, who was 22 when she uh, died in 1976. Um, well, she was last seen at Better Days Bar in Salt Lake. Um, uh, she never made it back to her apartment, and uh, they never found her, did they? No. Yeah. Her body was found by a hiker in yep. Immigration Canyon. Between Immigration and Parley's Canyon. Was she one of the ones? That name sounds familiar. No. Next page is one of the ones. Oh. Well, well, however, like you said, it could have been. I mean, this was the right time frame. Yeah, not next page, by the way. She's on oh, this page still. Two, oh, Nancy Wilcox was last seen in October 1974. Right, sorry. They actually think she was supposed. To, she was the first victim of Ted Bundy, but they never actually here in um, Utah found yeah. her. Bundy claimed that he buried her near Capitol Reef, um, but they've never found her. So, if Bundy said he killed her, I think he probably did. Let's be honest. You, you know what's weird? We had done the Bundy thing just before we went to Seattle, and when we were coming from the airport uh, into town. I couldn't help thinking, because you remember how he had some of his victims that he buried just like right off the freeway? Yeah. I know it's weird, but I, I kind of had this thought, I wonder if that's where he buried somebody. I wonder if that's where he buried somebody. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong That's what's you? on your mind? Well, we had just highlighted it. Oh, okay. Like just before we went to Seattle. And so, yeah, that was- But something. that's what you're thinking about on vacation? No, just as we, just as we were driving <laughs> on the freeway, like right outside of Seattle. It's like, well, this, this All is right. the area. Anyway, okay. So there was a Corazon. You knew your dad was weird. Moving on. Also, these these people in the seventies that were murdered, like I don't think they're solving these cases ever. Like I would be surprised if they're going to solve them. Um, yeah, so, forty plus years ago at this point. Yeah. So uh, Corazon Fran Fran Franzen Franzen. Uh, back in nineteen seventy eight, she um, they think she was abducted near her apartment, assaulted, and then left for dead. Basically, um, they found her. And then she ended up dying uh, at the hospital due to exposure. Because, um, you know, winter in Utah, especially in the 70s, was actually winter, unlike this year. Brutal. Yeah, it was It was cold. Um, Bertha Larson Hughes, so, 81. So this is one I've heard about. So this one was a pretty famous case. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but... but so yeah, Bertha Larson Hughes, 81. So she died in her home in 1982. Um the they still can't figure out why or who did it. They the people heard commotion, uh, and she was found um, by her visiting nurse. Um, she was basically beat to death. I mean, she was eighty one. It could have been that hard, right? Like, yeah, she was old. But but the one that the one that made this weird is 
there was no reason, no motive, and like nothing was taken. Yeah, there was nothing to indicate why. Like, I mean, maybe wh- maybe it was a Did ghost. Did they think it was like a a personal thing? Like yeah, they, they just don't, they don't know. know. There's no, there was no real evidence other than she was dead of blunt force trauma. Maybe she fucking tripped and like busted her head open somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. No, they'd be able to tell that. Yeah. Uh, in 1984, Deborah Lee Frost was, uh, taken. She was hitchhiking, uh, and never got to her destination. Um, don't hitchhike people. So she's, uh, she's missing. They don't put the ages of all these people that were missing at the time. She looked pretty young. Yeah. They've got the picture. I'm guessing 18 ish, maybe. Yeah. That looks about 17. But she, yeah. So she just never made it to her destination. So she was one that just vanished or she ran away or who knows. Yeah. Hopefully she ran away. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Baker, basically uh, backer uh, in uh, he on April 14th of 1986 was sounds like the victim to home invasion. And they never figured out who did it. Shot him. Some of them. I mean, some of them are probably, yeah, home invasion gone wrong. Maybe it's somebody on drugs trying to find money or a TV to sell and it goes badly. Who knows? Well, like this Jean Murr on, in 1985, December 1985, she was supposed to visit her sister. When she didn't show up, they went back to her house and found her dead with her car missing. Um, and they found the car um, later, but uh, no killer. Probably whoever stole the car killed her. That'd be my guess. So, And she, from her picture, looks older. I mean, she's definitely older. But yeah, it was probably someone stole her car. Uh Jason Jack Simmons just vanished uh, in April of 94. Known as Red. Yep. Uh, no foul play involved. Uh, he just vanished off the face of the earth. So they think he's dead, but maybe he just didn't like his family. That's a real possibility so, for some of these people. So, I mean, that really is a thing. There are people that don't want to be found. They just up and leave, go to Mexico, who knows, wherever, but they don't want to be found. Yeah. I mean, he's probably dead, but uh, same thing with the next one, Bobby Campbell. Um why does that sound familiar? In 1994, she was last seen leaving her home. She hasn't been seen or heard from since. Because this was, I, I remember this one because it was all over the news when we were in high school. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. There were family um, investigator found witnesses who claimed she died of a drug overdose and wrapped in a rug and then tossed into the river. Um, but they find lots of bodies in the Jordan River and never found her. I mean, that's not a deep river. They just kind of float to the top and hit the bank. So. Well, they, they have found bodies. And it says that could be her, but they've never made a positive ID, and they don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Rosie Tapia, who was six years old. Um, back in August of 95, she was kidnapped from her home, um, and uh, her body was then found in the canal by the apartment complex, but they have never been able to um, find her killer. This was another one that I remember because it's the same thing. It, yeah. was, it was very highly publicized, at least here in Utah. Of course. She was kidnapped in a six-year-old. In the 90s, yeah. yeah. And, it won, and once again, no rhyme, no reason. There's no, yeah. Which I'm sure as a parent, that makes it even worse. Yeah. Michelle Holling died in 19, uh, 1990. Um, and her son was with the, the grandparents that night. Um but uh, uh, people heard screaming. There was a fire. She died. They never found anyone that did it. But they're they're definitely saying arson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, in the two thousands, we had uh, Nicole Bacolas in October of two thousand. So twenty year old. Um, it was originally an unidentified human remains case. Um, uh, this is a lot of remains that they found around uh, Saltaire. Uh, on yeah, I-80. I remember that. It's it's when they were doing a bunch of work on I-80 out there, widening the road, doing some other stuff, and they came across a number of bodies. Could have been Mr. Bundy. Could have uh, been. Who knows, but I don't think so because she wasn't. I don't yeah, think not, she was from that far ago. But she was identified in 2012. So 12 years after she 12 years after they found, uh, yeah, after, after, after they found remains because the remains were found in 2000 as well. Uh, and so 12 years later is when they well, and her. She was estranged from her family. Yeah. She had broken up with her boyfriend uh, in 98. Yeah, the family didn't even uh, report her missing until 2003. Wow. Because geez. they just hadn't had any contact with her. It never says what happened to her daughter, though. It just Look, says, Susan Powell's case is not a cold case. We all know Josh oh, yeah. did it. The only thing cold is that we can't find her body. Yeah. 
Did you hear that? Um, yeah, the state of Washington just awarded her parents ninety-eight million dollars. Good. I had heard that they deserved because they fucked it up. Yeah, man. they're they the reason up. he blew up the kids. They messed up. Yeah, bad. so they were just. Well, when this article came out last August, they had just been awarded ninety-eight million by Washington State Court. Yeah, but that's but like because that's just it. Like Washington, the Washington CPS really fucked it up because they should have had those kids away from him, uh, or it should have all been like it should have been way better monitored. I mean, I know the lady was there and he just got away from her, but the lady was there trying to get in. He wouldn't let her in, right? But. She, and it wasn't her fault. No, I mean, by any it was the system's fault. The system. that he shouldn't have had the kids. Like they should have won those kids. Or it should have been like an offsite visitation that he had no control over the space. Yeah, mm-hmm. not his house. That 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 whole thing was a nightmare. Recipe for disaster, right there. Yeah, it was horrible. And we have uh, Sonia Meja, uh, who was uh, in two thousand and six murdered. Um, they found her body, uh, or her husband did. Um, she was sexually was assaulted him. and died by strangulation. Um, and she was six months pregnant and home alone. Yeah. Oh, that's and they're, I mean, they're not saying it was him. It's an unsolved murder still. It's a cold case now. Uh, Cody Lynn Dodge, who was 26 at the time, he that died. That sounds familiar, too. 2008. September so of 08. Um, he was found dead in his home by an unknown assailant. And there's basically no details or little details around his death. Uh, you've got Sherry Black in uh, 2010. Um, she was found murdered in her own bookstore. I remember this one. No evidence of forced entry. Um, Nothing missing from the bookstore. Yeah, there was an Armani belt with a sticker on it still. Armani. That's what I said. You said Armani. Whatever. <laughs> So I mean, there's hey, your fashion. Come on, I can't, I can't contri- contribute that much because I can't see anything. So <laughs> I just have to jump in when I can. So there's, uh, I guess it's Kyle with a C because it's fucking Utah. Uh, John Vankeman and Kevin Nelson were both murdered in December 2016 in a home in South Ogden. To date, their killers have not yet to, have yet to be arrested. Uh, they were shot to death by intruders who appeared to have been stalking their home or stalked their home. Um, the surveillance video captured three suspects, uh, but they never identified them. So this one, this one sucks. So I remember this from 2015, that girl, uh, Elizabeth Salgado, she had disappeared from, she had just been at the, there's like a language learning center there in Provo. Yep. Um, and she had just left it and never made it to her destination. Uh, and her parents had come up from like a bunch of her family had come up from Mexico to try and help find her. Um, they never found her. Uh, and actually I, I, uh, not too like that same year, I think like right after it happened, I was working with a restaurant that was next door to the, the center that she was lost in, like a Dominican restaurant. And, uh, um, you know, pictures for her everywhere. And I talked to some of those people and they were, well, so they did end up finding her. Oh, did they but find her? Just body? barely. Oh yeah, that's right. Her body was just found like in Hobble Creek Canyon. That's right. But no, no killer, no reason, no anything. It does say that they're still looking at two people for her death, though. So, lots of cold cases. That's only a smattering. There's 400 of them. Um, I don't know why they chose these ones. But I, uh, I don't know. That was just kind of their top list for whatever reason. But their top list, the top list. This was the top ten unsolved cases in I Utah. Guess so. Um, I know, th- I know there's plenty more. The, the, the girl, oh, what's her name? Scott was the husband, the nurse guy, and supposedly he cut her up, put her in the, in different dumpsters, and they ended up like going through the, the. Oh, that wasn't here though. That was in California, I thought. No, that was here. They ended up going through all the landfill, and they never. Because they found remains in the landfill. But they couldn't tie it back to him, but he's been in prison. Scott something. Lacey was her name. Oh, yeah. That was right I around. I know what you're saying. As soon as you said Lacey. That oh. was right around the time of Susan Powell. That was yeah. like, with Lacey Peterson. Yes. Scott Peterson. Yeah, that's Scott right. Peterson. That's right. That I was remember a, that now. another really big one. That, but that's not unsolved. They pinned it on the husband. Husband's in jail. Um, Found some of her body in the dump. Does anybody know what the newest cold case podcast called? The 
cold podcast is about? Who's that one about? Oh, I saw it. Just uh, I want to start. I wanted to start listening to it, but I haven't had a chance to do. Joyce that. something. Hold on, I'll tell you. He's, uh, Chris is going to look it up for us because I can't see. <laughs> He's got my phone because I can't read it. The cold podcast season two justice for Joyce. Uh, she was one that, who, uh, Joyce Yost, Y O S T murdered slash disappeared mm-hmm. in, I think 84. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to not listen to it. Cause I don't care about murder point. Porn, I'm going to listen to it though. <laughs> I don't care about murder point. Murder point. Murder prawn. <laughs> Yeah, murder I don't, prawn. So I don't know. I I don't really understand that obsession with murder porn. As long as we're talking about it, like like real crime podcasts and and crime they TV shows are like some or, of the top ranking. Not some. They are all of the top ranking shows. There's a handful that are like celebrity based shows, like Joe Rogan's podcast. I think is probably the most popular. Um, and I think what's the dude's name that used to be on MTV and did the stuff with the doctor with Dr. Drew, um, Adam Carolla. Oh yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, a pretty yeah. big podcast, but realistically outside of like those super huge celebrities that have been around for, for a long time. Basically, if we changed the format of this show to be a true crime podcast and talked about a cold case within Utah, every episode, we would suddenly be a fucking super popular podcast but i don't think we could talk about cold cases and have the reverence that i have when talking <laughs> about them and people would want to listen because like i but i this stuff just doesn't appeal to me like i just don't maybe it's the part of me that just doesn't want to hear about the fucking worst parts of society and i, I think i like to listen to the podcasts that are about like uh i listened to one about uh like old People that like people in medicine that started like killing people or or poisoning Fucking people serial killers. or yeah. Um, and then there's an what's the other one that oh it's called like haunted places or whatever and it's stories about like really like actual historical events that have happened that they say have caused like hauntings. Those are the other those are other kinds of podcasts I, that are super popular. I think it's I think it's something about looking at the murders. And people relate somehow and they think, could I do something like that? Could I be somebody like that? So I don't I think just that's why people up. listen to them. I just looked it up and I guess some doctor, some PhD person did a, a survey to try to figure out why people like it. And a lot of the people who were responding were females. And it looks like they were saying it was so they could learn the signs of danger so that they could protect themselves from the same thing happening. Hmm. Yeah, but that can't be I'm all just podcasts. I'm seeing a lot of stuff about like people being satisfied that justice is served or to know that their morals are s- still good. <laughs> However, most know. of these were never solved or I'm just I'm just nosy. Like I just want to know all the juicy parts of stuff that's happened. Yeah, so like for 2020, I'm going to look at the top 100 podcasts according to Apple's charts. We'll go through these and and I just want to So we have OC Swingers um don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I've got some idea, ideas, and it's probably about Orange County swingers. Uh, number two on Apple's list, Crime Junkie. Yep. Number three, The Line, which I think is a military podcast. Um, there's The Case is number four. <laughs> so let me guess. There's number five, Killer Roll. Uh-huh. Dateline NBC is number six. Interesting. Uh, there's the Daily, which is the New York Times Daily podcast, which is actually pretty good. There's Spy Affair at number eight. There's Strange and Unexplained with Daisy Egan at number nine. Morbid, a true crime podcast at number 10. Good Assassins, Hunting the Butcher at number 11. Hunting the Butcher. Hunting. Call Her Daddy. (laughs) Wow. Oh. That's a podcast from Barstool uh, Sports. Huh. Call her daddy. Interesting. Uh, the Ben Shapiro show. I like Ben Shapiro, even though I'm not a crazy conservative. I think he, uh, he's entertaining. Um, you're not even a not crazy conservative. The Bible in a year. Interesting. I wonder if that's any good. So now we're getting into some non murder porn, but the top 10. Yeah. Oh yeah. And number 17, my favorite murder with Karen Kilgarf and Georgia Hardstack. My favorite murder. (laughs) Like, There are, like, Joe Rogan is rated number 21 
Interesting. Um, I really liked Michelle Obama's podcast while she did it. She only did like, I think 10 episodes before COVID hit. She's doing it. She's on another podcast, but she was just like interviewing people from her life. And it was really interesting to listen to her. She talked to her brother for one. She just had on some of her girlfriends for one. Um, anyway, it was just, it was just kind of fun to just listen to her just sitting. It was a, it was a chit chat podcast like this where she's just, she's sitting there and they're talking about something kind of on topic, but, but mostly just in a conversational format. And that was kind of a nice yeah. one. I was sad when that stopped. This really is a huge mix of murder porn, news, and celebrities. That's what podcasts are. Like, that's the top 100 out of the in, the podcast insights. That's crazy to me. That's where... Wow. I, I don't... Uh, I don't listen to most of those. Um, I should listen to some of them. But I like listening to, like, really crazy, like... Your What's, problem is, is you like to learn. Yeah. So like, I like Freakonomics radio. I like Dan Carlin's podcast when he puts it out once every four years. Um, <laughs> the dude really, he only makes like one or two shows a year, but they're really good. Um, I like, um, uh, what's the, I said Freakonomics. What's the other one? The one that I think, is it Eric Weinstein does or his brother? No, it's Eric Weinstein called the portal. I think, yeah, the portal. That's a pretty good show. Listen to that a few times. But they're all like super fucking heady, like like quantum mechanics and like theories of different things. Like that's the kind of stuff I like to listen to. So, and then I like I I'm still trying to find like really good like humorous podcasts that aren't just stupid. Um, like Gina's podcast was entertaining to me when she had that on. I think I talked about that. I listened to a um a podcast that they did prior to the election as, as people were running for president that was called very presidential. That was kind of interesting that brought up, that brought up uh, past presidents and the good, the bad and the ugly about them. And it was kind of nice because it, it felt so icky when Trump was around. Like it was, it just <laughs> felt like it was the worst thing in the world. And then you go back in history and learn about like, I think we had a president that had like murdered someone and never got tried for it, and people knew about it, and then he got elected to president. Thomas Jefferson. That was probably who it was. I don't he, remember. He won a whole, like, I want to say seven or eight duels to the yeah. death. Oh, yeah. They did that a lot back then. Which was common, but still murder. But it was cool, because they talked about... It, was a it just it, it helped to put it in perspective that even though what was happening was bad, it, it was just... You just knew about it more because it's so easy to find information now and it was harder then. But we've just always had a history of, of, I mean, people are flawed. And so when we elect them, their, their history and their baggage comes with them too. And you just try and just have more than others. I also, I also listen to a bunch of magic, the gathering podcasts. (laughs) What a shock. I have, there's three that I listen to on the regs, like almost weekly. I, I or took sometimes a you just, while. or sometimes you just put Twitch up on the great big giant TV. Yeah. Well, that's, that's when there's a big tournament to watch. I will watch that on the TV. In the, it's in the funny room. because I recognize the, like the, it's not hold music, but like the between the match music when he's listening to, to magic tournaments, uh-huh, magic tournaments. What is I'm it like, like a it's not dun, just listening. Dun, I actually no, watch them. No, dun, it's, dun. that's better than that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad, but I recognize like when they're switching. Yeah. I just, I just recognize it now when they've, when they've finished one and they're waiting for the next one to start and he's got it like, no, I'm just like something. picturing that being the fucking music between the matches in a magic tournament. Oh my gosh. <laughs> type that in with a dove, like, letting go of the dove. The video where it starts where the guy's old and then he gets like younger and his like life goes backwards. I don't really watch music videos um, these days. Oh, I wanted to talk because I don't think we talked since since I watched it. Have you watched Murder Among the Mormons on Netflix yet? Uh-uh. You need to watch it. You will love it. So fun story. I think we're actually offering a job to the guy who plays Mark Hoffman in that. Um, but oh, it's your business. Yeah, yeah. The guy who played Mark Hoffman oh. in the docu series. Um, he's he's gonna come to work for us for not. Is it the Mark Hoffman story then? Is that yeah, the, Murder Among yeah. the Mormons? It's a three episode like docu series on Netflix. You'd, you'd love I'm it. I'm not gonna lie, that guy super, was fascinating. All about Mark Hoffman. Super he's interesting. Like, I know he's like your fucking hero. Um, in in a lot of respects. Just, <laughs> 
if it's he because wouldn't of have, his talent. If he wouldn't have tried to blow people up, yeah, that was the thing. Like oh, he didn't try. Oh, he well, succeeded. no, he succeeded. He killed two people and maimed himself, and would have killed others. Like there was no doubt. If he, he hadn't was, gone down that road, he would have gotten he had, a hand slap. And, he snapped. Right, he completely snapped, and he tried to kill himself in prison because it was all over. Right, but and like, then he ended. What he ended up doing is even hurting himself worse than he did at a suicide attempt. Be, attempt when he blew himself up, because when he collapsed, he arm. fell asleep with his arm underneath him, and it went asleep for so long that he lost. You know, he cut off the blood flow. It wasn't just that it was asleep. Well, I know, but that's what going to sleep is: is when you kind of cut off the blood flow, but you notice it when you're he, alive. The fact that he created documents that fooled, still. Still full. Yeah, they they don't know so, this, how no, many forgeries are still what's, out there. What's wild, and this is a piece of Utah history, folks. This is entirely appropriate. Go for back the show. probably two years ago. We we he, did a whole we did a whole thing on him. On what, him. What, what what is like the docu series really highlights like towards the end. It highlights like because he went one of the, one of the agreements for his plea bargain was that that he would tell them how he did all the stuff that he did because he'd been forging stuff since he was a little kid and, and like, like fooling coin like collectors l- at like, like legit. Yeah. Like legit where he was like, like Oh, yeah. we're going to go treasure hunting. I'm going to go hide the treasure first and then like, go out and then find the treasure. Like as a 12, how do you modify a coin to the point where it he, fools like, like he was the treasury. Smart. Like think about how smart he was and how he used his gifts for like documents, basically to get after the Mormon Church because it all comes out later that like he He's, he became atheist a long time ago and he like he hated the church. Yeah. Like he was on his mission in England reading other things about reading all the English stuff and they fucking hate the Mormons in England. Um, like tons of literature against the Mormons and all their libraries and stuff. But the the doc, it wasn't ju- this is the thing he traded in tons of documents, a lot of legit documents, a lot of forged documents. Like he forged like Benjamin Franklin and like, like not just Mormon documents. Yeah. Oh, right, right. That was just a. But that's but that's the thing that's so crazy is there's so much stuff that he sold that is good and bad. But it's interesting to to listen to like the lead investigator on the case that finally figured out like they hired that guy the 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 specialist to come look at these documents and like the FBI as this guy's looking at all this stuff goes yeah no these are these are legit these are real documents and he couldn't even this like super awesome expert he was like they don't it doesn't fit but I don't know why it doesn't fit. They ended up finding crackling in the ink from the way that Under he was aging things. And so they they actually went through documents and, and identified crackles and not crackles. And, and that's they, how they started figuring what he forged and what he didn't. They were com- What they did is they went to the church archives and they compared documents before he'd ever submitted anything to things that he had. Yeah, and they finally identified the differences but but they had like, to figure out why the ink cracked before they could right. really figure out that he forged but them. like they talk about the so the ink the old ink that they used to use in the old paper they used to use the acidity of it used to burn into the pages and so that's why you would be able to see the ink on the reverse side he used a vacuum to suck it down he put it on like a the screen iron. and then he would vacuum the wet ink down. so it would pull down through the pages and look like it had and like burned like the it. the oxidation that occurred they're like how do you fake 200 years of oxidation in a document he put it in a fucking fish tank with like a piece of plexiglass on top of it and then like basically had a, an electrical current running through the air in the enclosed to, vacuum to, to create a, a, so he created Faster oxidation. Created that's what created ozone the there. cracks. So he created. No, it's not. So I he created. That no, oh. that's what age, that's what helped age like the paper and ink oxidize it all. Is it created a, an artificial ozone in this fucking aquarium that the paper was hanging in? The way the cracks were formed is he was using a chemical solution to age the ink, and he was spraying it. And when it, when it got wet and then would dry, that was what was causing the cracks in the ink that you could only see under microscope. That is ultimately how they caught him. And they would have never caught him had he not blown himself up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what's even crazier. Like, had he not blown himself up? And I think that was, that, I, that was ab- absolutely a suicide attempt. I think he just realized, like, the jig is up because I tried to kill these people. Like, if he would have tried to kill them, they wouldn't have caught him. But he was, but he was, it sounded like he was at a crossroads where he was trying to sell those papers, like the Macmillan bundle or whatever it was. Yeah, for like five million. And didn't, didn't have them. 
Like didn't actually have him, but he had two buyers on the hook, and he had well. And one of them was supposed to go with him to look at him and pick him up, and he didn't have him ready, and so he panicked because what are you going to do when you don't have anything to take them to? So, hey, by the way, I texted your mom at uh, four o'clock this afternoon, right after you got done with your surgery. Uh, at seven thirty now, she is just texting me. Okay, thanks. I love you both. <laughs> yeah, she she clearly cares what's going on with me. But like this morning, Brie didn't answer her in the first five minutes, and she's like, "Hello, are you there?" That's how I read her text when she does <laughs> oh, that. My mom, my mom, my mom. The trials of being an only child. Well, I think that uh, that's probably good for tonight. Uh, without a guest, I think we'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah, we'll to the point. We'll, we'll try and get Kara uh, back on again at, a, at another time. <laughs> These things happen where we have guests not work out. It's okay. What? It's Enigma. You it's gotta, a running theme. It's, it's going to be the show title. There's nothing the better. Age of Innocence. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to fucking pay royalties for how many times I've fucked that song up singing it. You're going to get an email from them in a couple of weeks. No. no, it's too far off. They probably didn't even recognize it was yeah, their song. There's no algorithm that would pick that up as being the song. Murder Prawn <laughs> and Enigma. Uh, enig- enigmatic Murder Porn? Prawn. Prawn. You have to yeah. do P-R-0-N. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to put Enigma. Because <laughs> it's easier. Um, yeah, sorry we didn't get our guest, but that's okay. Um, if you liked what you heard, um, what the fuck's wrong with you? But share it, please. (laughs) Um, uh, if you want, you can follow us on social media at TNU Podcast. We're on all the platforms except the Tiki Talkies and the Snapchats. Well, actually, I think we're all on the Tiki Talkies, just not the... We're just not... What do they call them? Producers? Should should we do that? Should we be a creator on TikTok? We could could record every Tuesday. Once a week, we produce a, a TikTok. Do a dad dance. I could do more TikToks on our TikTok than I do on my TikTok because I just use my. You've done one TikTok. No, and there's it's two. Phoebe eating. Oh, that was my. Because there was no, there was one that I did of us at one of the games two years ago, uh, <laughs> and I got a bunch of likes. And I'm like, hey, people liked my thing. I don't care. That was on accident. Didn't mean to post that. Um, yeah, that's it. That's gonna be it. Sorry, guys. I don't have more this week. It's a short show. Um, but that happens and uh, we appreciate that you guys are listening let us know what you think about the new format uh, tune the, in next week because we've got our month end is that next week that's going to be are next you week? sure that's next week yep. it's going to be next yep. week hold on gotta, holy shit you are I was the thinking next week that we record yeah well no yeah. no but I was thinking there was a fifth week for some no because last week last month last month, there was, month a fifth. was the fifth so month. makes this yeah, month and then this, this one we have the you know behind the scenes where we we're pre-recording stuff so yeah oh okay so it's uh, June that will be our next uh, five week yep five week or in June right and we have already started getting so we already have May guests May guests booked, booked and, and our very first June guest booked and we have our five year anniversary coming up at the end of May so um, stay tuned for that um, definitely listen to every episode between now and then and some of the back catalog if you want it'll be it'll be good for you <laughs> uh, otherwise that's uh, that's a wrap 